show. Welcome to episode 16 of Jedi Fun Time, coming to you from a basement in a galaxy far, far away. I am one of your hosts, Johnny. <laughs> and this is Jimmy. And Brian. All three of us for the first time in a while. In, in a parsec. Back in action. <laughs> parsec? I don't know. Sure. I don't know. We'll go with that. Sure. <laughs> we thought we'd join up again and come together here in 2016. Uh, talk about a new movie that came out. Uh, some of you may have seen it. It's called Star Wars: uh, The Force Awakens. Yes. Uh, anybody? You guys hear of it? Yeah, have I've you, heard of it. Have you, have you, have you seen it for years? <laughs> Finally came. <laughs> Finally came out. Uh, so I guess that's pretty much what we're going to do. Sounds good. Do you want to start? Um, you know, Give gonna... you like an overall uh, view on how you, how was your experience with the uh, seeing oh, the movie? Me? Well, yeah. I'm I've never seen a movie in 3D at the show. I'm not a fan of. 3D normally. Okay. Me neither. Uh, I like everyone told me Avatar is the greatest movie ever made, and then I watched it without watching it in 3D and said it's all right. And they're mm-hmm. like, "What did you watch it in 3D?" Because apparently it improves, improves the plot. You know, dances with wolves in, in space. Um, <laughs> Last Samurai. Any other number of movies where the indigenous people are getting killed off, but whatever. <laughs> so uh, I, I just usually don't because to me, if the film's a good film, then maybe I'll watch it in 3D or maybe never because if it's good, it's good. It doesn't matter to me. I don't, I don't really have a need for it if it if it's good right you know so um i bought the tickets by accident because i wasn't paying attention and about four days after i bought them i was like oh these are 3d so we went over to rosemont to the movie co i like i like sitting in that nice you know going like get me something nice to eat at bogart's Got you know nice it's not recliners. the best restaurant there but it's good yeah. mm-hmm. you know you go into the um the adults well it's not an, well i guess you don't have to be an adult to go with the movie there I don't think. No, right? the there's bar. an adult section, I thought, right? Well, this is that section where it's got the two seats. It's like, there's, it's not a lot of people at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was in 3D, and it was, it was, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I was very, the last movie, last Star Wars movie I saw at the theater was Return of the Jedi in 80, was it, three, five, three? Three. 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 Mm-hmm. I was, I mixed, my early 80s, my memories from the early 80s, I talk to people, I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't mind getting a late model Trans Am like an 89. It's not too old. And they're like, it's 30 years old. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm constantly like, isn't that, well, isn't that older? Oh, that's from 89. And I'm like, oh, it was Return of the Jedi. It was like 87. It's like, no, it's 83. I'm like. Three years three. apart. Yes. Each movie. I, I'm aware. I mm-hmm. just, it doesn't seem to me that, you know, long ago. Uh, so I remember seeing that one. I didn't go see the prequels. I did watch the prequels afterwards. Um, before I saw Force Awakens, I'm like, you know, I'm going to revisit the, uh, the last half hour or so of Revenge of the Sith, because it's been a while since I've seen any of them. I remember really digging that last half hour, and it does not stand up to me. Watching it now, I the fighting was choreographed really well. Sure, but I think that was almost like that was almost part of my problem with it. It was so well choreographed that you knew it was a choreographed fight. Which I mean, it looked cool. It, it did. I, I thought that you know that last scene when they're like falling into the lava and all that. It just looks. It was just, it's so much CGI to me. And I know that people are like, well, that, you know, you're just old school. You know, you, you use CGI in the right way, it complements it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, then there was acting issues, and some people are saying now, coming out and saying that George Lucas wouldn't let them act. He was telling them how to act. You know, I've heard that from a couple of people that have been on the show before. I could see that. And uh, that Ewan McGregor basically ignored him and did it how he wanted to. And because he had enough star power and because Lucas doesn't like doing a lot of takes... He just let it let it go, I guess. Uh, I don't know how much of that's true. I don't know how much of it was poor acting by Christensen. I, it just... 
And that was what to me. I thought that was one of the better of the prequels. So when I went to see this one, I, I didn't have like super high hopes. Like a lot of people out there were like, "Oh, you, it's going to be the best." I'm like, "No, you know what? It'll be good. It'll be solid." I think you did the wrong thing. Because I think you should have watched Return of the Jedi before you saw. Oh, I remember vividly Return of the Jedi, and I've watched that more recently. Sure. I mean, I watch I, Star Wars a couple times a year. It's I, not like I you agree. Know. You should have let the prequels go. And I'm a fan of the prequels. Well, no, I just kind of well, you should have just stuck know, with just, the original trilogy I, I was, and then well, went to go. I, I was just kind of like, "Well, I want to see." You know, it's been a while since it's been longer since I've seen any of the prequels mm-hmm. than any of the original trilogy. So, um, yeah, I, I was su- pleasantly surprised, and I enjoyed it, and I didn't go into it with giant hopes of, like, you know, it being the greatest piece of Star Wars cinema ever made, because, I mean, to me, I looked at it as, and like, like me and Jimmy talked about earlier a little bit, you know, you have this movie, and you have new production company, you have new people working on it, but you have a lot of the old back, but you're trying to bridge this giant 30-year gap between... Mm-hmm. the two movies and you're trying to introduce new characters and you're trying to get these older characters in before I mean let's face it these people are old sure I mean like you don't think about it I'm 38 and Mark Hamill's what 60 something he's as old mm-hmm. as uh, Sir Alec Guinness was when he played Obi-Wan yeah. yeah and he was in his, I believe he was in his late 50s 60s somewhere around there right. 60s, 60s I, think. I think for sure mm-hmm. so I, I think for what they had to do and what they did I think they did a fine job and I enjoyed it a lot and you know yeah, I could think back on it and be. There's parts that I'm like, well, I, you know, I could have did with without the, uh, the the third. Uh, well, I guess it's, I mean it's, it's made 1.9 billion dollars. I'm not worried about spoiling anything. I could have yeah. did without a third planet killing or you know like Death Star quote unquote. Even though they named it something different, I could have kind of I kind of wish they had gone with something else or maybe like it didn't get destroyed at the end. They found out about it at the end, and then the second movie was you know going in and doing whatever. Okay, you know. But I think overall I enjoyed it a lot. I, I don't have any major problems with it. You know, I, I I still don't think it's... I think Empire Strikes Back's better. I think A New Hope's better. I, I think it's very similar to A New Hope, and that's what I'm sure we're going to talk about, because I know you think that too, only in different ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, it was a lot like A New Hope, and I think in a way you almost had to, because it's not easy to find a way to introduce new characters into something, and to introduce the plot points like that. I mean, right. you know, you're talking about a space opera, there's only so many ways you could do things. You know, it's either either the planes have to get stolen in space or they have to get stolen on the ground. You, you don't have, you know, a whole lot of options for things. And I, I was okay with that, okay. you know. Okay. But I, when it comes to, like, ranking it out of all the Star Wars movies, it it's not, it's not, in the, it, it, it kind of edges Jedi for me a little bit, to be honest. Okay. Like I like I like the scene I like the I like the space combat scenes in Jedi and I like the Falcon flying into the Death Star and all that but you know a lot of the rest of that movie was just as I got older I was like well I, I enjoy it but it's not you know it's not Empire it's not a New Hope it's just nothing will ever be Empire yeah exactly well I well I'm gonna say that and agree with you but realistically it's why it's the same reason I don't rate any I never rate a movie or game or book a ten. Because something at some point in history usually comes around and is better. Like, you, if you ask somebody what's the greatest movie of all time, you'll get answers from Citizen Kane to The Godfather to, you know, so... Well, everyone has a different opinion. Yeah, and it's just it's different taste. But, I mean, to me, Empire's still better and A New Hope's better, but uh, I think it's probably my third favorite. And it edges Jedi by a little bit. I so, wouldn't say it's a giant, you know... It doesn't, like, pummel Jedi to, you know, last place, but it's right up there with it. Sure. You know, that's... But I, I had a good experience. I enjoyed it a lot. I, I thought... I, 
How was the 3D? It was good. Because it wasn't, like, always, like, balls out in your face. Like, how... You know, like, Avatar made all that money... Like, they keep saying how it's not going to beat Avatar's record. You're right, it's not. Because when Avatar came out, it was the definitive best 3D movie there was. Up until that time, if you went to see 3D, it was a horror movie with somebody throwing an axe at the screen. Or, mm-hmm. you know, Avatar, mm-hmm. James Cameron's a smart director, and he was one of those guys that used it the same way they used it in this. It complemented the film. It wasn't all about the 3D. You know, and that's how this was. I mean, there were a couple of scenes that were probably shot a little bit more for that, like... The star destroy a star destroyer com- destroy- star destroyer coming at you through the screen. That was cool. Cool. That looked really cool in yes. 3D. But I think generally it was it was just a regular movie that they enhanced it a little bit with 3D. They didn't cater to the 3D at all. Well, that's good. Right. So yeah, it was. They, did, it was they didn't overdo it. The other scenes no. with the Millennium Falcon flying. Um, in, oh, those in, are cool. Into the stars, that the was cool. Star. Yeah. That was, those scenes are really cool in 3D that, you know, because i seen it in both, both ways to see if there, yeah. if there was a difference. Oh, and um, an odd man out there. Man, it, it, was, it, it was cool. But, it, it, but it, it didn't make the movie better or worse. Sure. You could have done without it, but it yeah, was definitely, yeah. it was worth the money because yeah, when it gets regular. released, you know, for the home, it, you, you don't need the 3D. But it was great. No. It, good experience to see it in the theaters. Yeah, it was, it was okay. pretty well done. Yeah. yeah, I think the sound was good. I think, uh, well, I mean, let's go on to you. I mean, we can talk. We can discuss some of the other points as we go on. Sure, but you know, okay. so Jimmy, all right, I uh, you, you're you were I seen it three times already. Which seen it both, you know, three D and two D. And uh, did you see IMAX as well? He did. I see the IMAX. Yes. Okay, <laughs> he it, did. You have to because the first time I seen it was in two D. Um, the reason why because of the fact that you know. Basically, months up before we were buying the tickets when they released them online, a lot of the theaters were not, they were all being sensitive. They didn't want to allow cosplaying. They didn't want to allow people showing up there with masks and weapons like AMC and sure. all these other theaters were. Cause it, in, because we in live in a world full of assholes. And a lot of events have been yeah, happening yeah. and yeah. a lot of theater shootings, you know, lately and stuff. So they, they, I get I get their point, but still, it's just, to me, I just wasn't, I wasn't fond of that, that they should have. It's Star Wars. I get it. Yeah, you're going to bring your lightsabers in. Yeah, you're not going to be waving them around during the movie. So, I bet you, know, you there would be people that were, though. I get, they'd be holding it up like a goddamn lighter at a I Jeremy get, concert. I get there should be rules and regulations, <laughs> but they were being so strict about it, I just kind of went away with that. So I went I went to a local mom-and-pop theater in, in uh, Naperville called Hollywood Palms Theater. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I know that one. It's a really cool place. So I, I went there, and uh, the 501st Costuming Club was there. They were uh, mm-hmm. the host of the events for the night. So cool. it was pretty cool. I uh, got there about four hours before the first movie opened up at uh, wow. 7.30. So <laughs> I secured my seats front row and center. My life sucks. <laughs> four, <laughs> really? Four, four hours. hours. Yes, wow. It okay. Was. It was crazy, but it was, it was worth it. You know, he's, a, lot of, a lot of people were there, so I wasn't the only one. So Sure. Okay. So, yeah, so it, when I was there, the movie... It, going on and you know you're just you're trying to take everything in you're trying to see all the easter eggs and all the things sure. that, you know you, yeah I'm afraid you might miss so you absorb it so the first time i seen it yeah it, it was a great movie i mean i i was i was happy it just but after it, it, it re, to me it's it felt like a, a new hope reboot it's just the things that were going on it i felt for I've those of you not before. watching us at home, where <laughs> me and Brian are kind of like, well, yeah, yeah. I felt I, I, I could see that a little. I bit. I felt yeah. I seen this movie before. It was obviously, you know, different twists and a different, a little bit of a different spin on it, but everything else, the core of the movie, just seemed it kind of followed the same storyline as New Hope. So, I mean, to us older fans, we you know we would get that, but to the new gen, they don't know. So to them, it's yeah. I, I think they need. Fantastic. I think I think they wanted to make sure it was friendly to new fans. Also, so yeah. I felt JJ might have played it safe a little bit. As far as he could have went outside the box a little bit more and maybe put more detail, I guess you would say, in the movie, more 
more content because there was a lot of plot holes I felt that was left out. You know, there's two other movies going to happen, right? That's what I've been telling him for three weeks. I think (laughs) these two other movies, I don't think they're going to answer all the questions that have been left out in this movie. No, but I don't think any movie has every plot hole filled ever. But, I mean, you have... Well, technically, you have two sequels. You have two other spinoff movies, a possible spinoff TV well, show. The spinoffs are not going to do the movies. Well, yeah, the well, they're not going to. Yeah, but you don't know what else they're going to spin off. Is what I'm saying after that fact too. You know, but you do have, you know, Netflix is supposed. They're supposed to be doing a show on Netflix, and we don't know when that takes place. So. That's going to be like a live action TV show, probably based on Bounty Hunters or something like a Boba Fett type thing. That's what I'm guessing. It's not going to be a, a separate Star Wars series. I don't know. They, I, they haven't really released much about it. No, they so. haven't. But. With people are speculating, that's that's where they're going to go with that one. So, um, so after seeing it like the second time, then you know, obviously you know the plots. So then you start to look for the the things that you might have missed the first time. Sure, you see in the movie, and it was kind of you know it's cool. You've seen different uh, scenes and stuff. Um, they did nice little touches with the um, the Falcon scene when Finn Finn uh, you know plays with the uh, the chess table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, plays and plays over. with the Jedi, uh, the training ball, Luke's, mm-hmm. you know, stuff yeah. like that. You know, I kinda... saw that the first time around. Yeah, yeah, um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. well, the, the um, <laughs> what you call it, the Jedi ball thing is, you know, that was obvious. But the chest thing is kind of like, you know, it's a given, it's a given stuff. But you look more into it, you see it more than once. You see, you sure. see the little things that you, you might have missed the first time that you uh, that you watched it. So it's just, you know, I I have my gripes, but I just I just expected kind of more. And I think maybe they might have edited it. They might have cut a lot more out of these scenes that would have oh. maybe explained the story better. They so. have said they have edited some stuff out. Of course, they, they, they have, to. have to. Yeah, there are right. some deleted scenes showing up on the web too lately. So, but I don't think it's been anything earth shattering though. Just stuff about Maz. A lot of stuff about Maz. Yeah, which is kind of cool. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I think it was funny. A lot of people. I think I don't know if you were one of them or not. I think you might have been had said that when they first saw it, they were like, I don't understand how Poe lived. They never explained it. I'm like, well, no, they, they do. I mean, it's just a little bit near the end when they explain it, but mm-hmm. it's explained. That I was mean. probably the first thing I caught. But it's one of those things, though, that I the minute that he didn't find him and didn't see a body, I'm like, oh, he either got out already or was thrown free of the crash. I mean, right. well, sure. We it talk- wasn't like, like, to me, I'm like, eh. <laughs> but when we talked about that you know, before, yeah. that, it's, just, it's something like that. They could have just... For a split second, showed him somewhere else that he when he got separated when when they crashed on Jakku, they could have showed him somewhere else to show that he that he lived. Instead, but they wanted you to think he was dead. They know, wanted his return to if, be a surprise. Unless you didn't see the trailer, everyone knew that he was flying the X wing later on when the when the resistance was coming was coming down. So that, that was mean, a cool scene. If you didn't see the, any of the trailers, then you would have thought that he was he was dead just by the way that they. I think it's they pretty much that implied that he's still alive. I mean. Like I said, there was you know, no body to be found. He was, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just, you know, you can critique every little scene that goes on. I, it's not going to be flawless. I know that. It's just some things that need to be, for the more the diehard fans, they just, more of these, these scenes need to be more further explained. So so we wouldn't be sitting here talking about it. But then we wouldn't happen have, in the next movies, though. But then we, but, but then we wouldn't have a show. All right. So... so <laughs> Which, I mean, if, we, right. if it was perfect where we all agreed, we wouldn't be here. Yes, explanations. We can probably speculate that they're going to talk about next movie, that they're going to obviously talk more, give more backstory of what goes on with Ray, where where she came from and, you know, where she, you know, picked up these Jedi powers from. We can talk about that. 
be we'll, we'll get more of a dark, uh, more of a backstory on the Supreme Leader Snoke because we have no idea where he came from either. Sure. Uh, as well as, uh, well, sure they'll talk about uh, how uh, Luke's uh, training failed with Kylo. I mean, they'll, they'll talk about more about that. They'll talk mm-hmm. about, and then they, they'll obviously bring up more about what Maz and how she uh, found Luke's Skywalker. Luke, Luke's uh, lightsaber. So yeah, it's all that's going to happen. But still, there's more stuff that happened that should have been explained. That's not going to be explained. Isn't it? I mean, but overall, I mean. Overall, yeah, it was it was good. I just it could have been better. My movie experience. I saw the film um, the day of release on a Thursday night at ten o'clock. Actually, got there an hour early. I'm the worst Star Wars fan. I saw it three weeks later. So, <laughs> and an hour early, I was fine. We got great seats. Everything was good. Just saw it at the regular um, classic cinema in the neighborhood in Elk Grove Village. Nice. Wasn't too crowded uh, by the time we got there. Plus, I think they were showing it in multiple theaters because while we were waiting in line. Couple groups came up. Is this the uh, theater nine? And they're like, no, this is the line for theater ten. So I'm sure they had it in multiple, yeah, uh, yeah. multiple cinemas. But um, you know, overall, I really, really enjoyed the movie. There are certain aspects of it that I don't like that I think are a little different than what Jimmy's going on with. Uh, I think my least favorite scene in the movie is when they're um, letting go of those monsters in the giant smuggling ship. I'd agree with that. Um, Rotars are called. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just. Yeah, I don't think they. I think it was over CGI'd a little bit in mm-hmm. that scene. That was kind of like the only time I thought CGI went bad on him. There was a nod to George Lucas. I, I don't know. <laughs> Not, I no, I think that was JJ. It was a joke. Yeah. I was joking. It was a nod to the, the prequels because we always. Did that scene CGI. feel like Star Trek to you? Because it did to me. I didn't. And I'm really not even talking like... about the the. the, the Kanji Club's Klingon that they no, had there. No, I didn't even that. feel it felt it Star Trek. Feel to me. Star Trek to me. It just felt it felt like unne- unnecessary. Unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. It felt, like, un- it felt I... like unneeded like tension or drama for just because I wanted to know actually more about those characters that came on the ship. Yes. See, that's, see, that's a certain, certain thing. Right. The gangs, like who who are those guys? Why were they after Han Solo? Right. Those are the weird things that I was more like they. That you're never going to know about those characters. Mm. They're probably not going to be in the next film. But they have an action figure, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, sure they do. <laughs> yes, they do. Or as some people complained, in action figures, but whatever. <laughs> but um, I did enjoy the opening. You know, it's similar to kind of like a, a New Hope in a way, where they're on the desert planet and you discover Ray, and that she's a survivor. You know, she's been on this planet since she was a little girl, and she can basically handle her own. You know, it's pretty right. obvious very early that. She can handle herself, you know. Yeah, unlike Luke, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a farm fa- boy. My least, my least favorite Star Wars character. I don't but, know. The farm boys I know are pretty tough. Yeah, well, <laughs> different kind of farm boy. Usually don't whine and cry all the time. But I, I did like, you know, that she could handle herself. Yeah. She was basically doing everything by herself. Um, and I thought her introduction was very well done with the um, just showing her sitting there like. You know, with the helmet and mm-hmm. little 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 nods to other things that were pretty cool. Like, right. I want to get off this planet, kind of like Luke wants to get off this planet, mm-hmm. kind of thing, and explore the galaxy, figure out where I came from. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're, weren't the the crash star destroyers and stuff? That was well done. That looked yes. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, that looked great. And, and then when she was sitting with the helmet next to that. Down yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was really, yeah, it was really cool. cool. Yeah. So, um, and then you you flash to the next part of the, the film which i thought was really well done was when they raided that uh, rebellion sort of camp or church when ren holds that uh that yeah. blaster bolt I mean, until he leaves i mean yeah, a scene cool. like that was really cool yeah i mm-hmm. i enjoyed i enjoyed the Just, flame troopers yeah um and, and everything about that scene i wish i would have 
learned a little bit more about who Max Van Dow's character was. Yeah, because they say he's an old friend, but mm-hmm. as far as I know, his character's not from any... Well, uh, he's from the new canon now, and right. there, there are ways to learn about these characters. There are books and stuff. Is he in stuff. one of the comics or something, maybe? Not, not even in the comics, but there's a Force Awakens visual library or a visual yeah, dictionary yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to pick up, but I haven't yet, that explains like some of these side characters and... Hmm. These are characters that you're really not going to learn about. That's my thing. That you know, there are a lot of interesting characters that you're just not going to learn about unless you dig into it. Right. I mean, you, you, know, 30, you have an eight hour long. Gone by, I was going to say so. you yeah. have an eight hour long movie if you dug into each. Oh, of Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I like the the connection that he had with Poe, and and uh, BB-8. The introduction of BB-8 was very cool. It's a cool little droid. You I like liked him? him. I like oh, Chopper. I liked him a lot. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, I know I'm like Chopper. Yeah. I know I'm alone on that one, but I like Chopper because he's a he's a jag. <laughs> he's an old. He's yeah. like an old grumpy. He's like the new Doctor Who. He's old yeah. and grumpy and cranky. Yeah. and he lets people know. Right. BBA's not going to replace R two by any means, but no. he was. He was no, a good no. compliment. To he's not. He's not a replacement, but he's a very good compliment. I look at I, Chop- I look at Chopper as Clint Eastwood's character in Gran Torino. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and what John mentioned earlier that that scene where Kylo holds that blaster shot he's not even holding it with his hand his hand's down and he's just staying just, there he is controlling it though he has yeah. some extreme i think that part shows some extreme powers that right. he has that he sort of knows how to control but maybe not all the way yeah we'll talk about that in a little bit yeah One of my and um scenes is with him losing it. yes so and then you know i, I did like the mind control scene with poe mm-hmm. thought that was very cool and just just how how they were introduced to the Millennium Falcon was kind of cool. Piece a piece of, of junk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we can't take that piece. And they never show it. And you're like, what right. piece of junk? What are you talking and then about? They're, and then the ship they want gets ex- blown up, and they turn around. I guess we got to go for that one. And then it's the Millennium Falcon. How was your reaction to theater when they showed the Millennium Falcon? Did they cheer? I, I, I don't know. They, they, went nuts, they went nuts where I was at. We didn't, no. Our theater wasn't loaded, so no. but the people that were in there, you heard a lot of people like, you could tell they were yeah. like enjoying it. Well, you went three weeks later, so I'm sure anybody that was in your and theater was a probably sun, saw it. Was it, was a sun, it was a Sunday afternoon, yeah. too. Yeah. So I like going at the off there, there were cheers, in, but it wasn't, like, crazy. Okay. You know, they didn't it ruin... The, I, didn't, I thought it didn't ruin the movie experience, because sometimes you can go yeah, to a film yeah. and they can... You know, cheering really loud, I mean, there could be dialogue. Shut the hell up. Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know? when, when I saw the Millennium Falcon, I smiled. Like, I, I, I know for... I know I just was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I, I like the... I think I brought everyone back when you saw that thing. Yeah. Just yeah. back to the, the adventures well, we that grew ship's, up in. that ship's legendary. We all know that, you know, the ship existed when Lando had it. We know that, I believe his father had it, I think. At some point they say in something. I, it had cameos in some of the old games. Sure. I want to say one of the Knights of the Old Republic games, you see it, like, kind of flying away. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it has... There's a cameo in one of the prequel movies, too. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, Star Wars is either the story of how Obi-Wan Kenobi fucked up the universe, or the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And how it saved the universe. That's, I mean, realistically... That's your interesting theory on Star Wars. Is yeah. it, revolves, it revolves around the Millennium Falcon. That's kind of... I mean, but, that's, yeah. a, that's, that's a first. I've never heard yeah, that one before. I've never heard it either. Well, I just kind of threw it out there. Cause, yeah, it's prequel. <laughs> it's, it's cameoed in the prequels. Very briefly, but yeah. yes. Um, but I also like the introduction of that, and these people like piloting it that don't know what the hell they're doing, and dragging it around the ground, but then all of a sudden just... Picking it up, and finally going. getting the hang of it. Yeah, it was yeah. just pretty cool. And then getting captured right away by <laughs> Han Solo. And then, then you got the scene that I think everyone was really excited for with the "We're home" scene. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which everyone that knew it was good. coming too. 
but it, we just didn't know it was going to be a, <laughs> like on a freighter on a, on a big freighter that <laughs> yes. he's you know we thought a he smuggler was, again. Well, I, yeah, I didn't expect him to be a smuggler. We thought Han was coming him. back to Corellia, not going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't actually think he yeah. didn't have the Falcon anymore. I, I mm-hmm. expected that Han and Leia had been you know together, and that's, that. that's what a lot, I th- I'm sure a lot of people expected that. So, so that was I, a nice little twist, I guess. And I, I understand why they were separated in a way. I think you know when your son goes to the dark side. Which I liked his name too. I thought Ben Ben was an interesting mm-hmm. character name for yeah. him. Probably named after Ben Kenobi, um, which was pretty cool. And then you know, as the progressed, I thought the movie was just overall it's just fun. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fun to it. I liked yep. um, a lot of the stormtrooper scenes. You know, when they're uh, on Star Killer Base and they're doing that kind of sort of like a Hitler scene in a way. You know, we, we are the ultimate power. But that scene also seemed like General Hux didn't really agree, maybe, with what he was saying, but he has to say it. Yeah, there was a little you bit know? of a... I yeah. saw a little... In his eyes, you can maybe see something like that. There was a lot of interesting things. And then, you know, as it progressed, it just got really good. I thought the chemistry between the new cast was great. Ray and Finn were yeah. very interesting characters. I thought Finn was a very fun character. I was worried I like, about that character so a was lot. I. So was I. I and liked I, Finn a lot more than I thought it was going to. And I thought he worked extremely well with Harrison Ford, John Bodega. I mean, those guys were great together in the entire film. Well, the, the chemistry between uh, um, Daisy, Daisy Ridley and uh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anna and Harrison Ford, I thought was great when they were in the Falcon great. scene. Yes. Sure, and mm-hmm. they were like saying the same thing, which leads me to my theory about something else. But you know, mm-hmm. like the, the the chemistry between most of the cast was pretty good. And it, I, I don't want to say the weak point. But even he was pretty good. Was um, uh, the actor that played Kylo Ren, Adam Driver? Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. He was still good, but not. I wouldn't say quite as good as you know, as the other two. But he was he was pretty pretty good. And mm-hmm. he really shined when he was being angry, Kylo Ren. Sure, that's mm-hmm. when he was like. Then it, he was really intense and really good. I have an ish- my only issue with the Kylo Ren character is um, he's emo. No, it's not. No, it's not that. I know it's, it's the whole Twitter thing. It's great. I think it's it's hilarious. I, think I am too. following emo t- Kylo Ren on Twitter, but um, I didn't even realize that until like a week ago. But the there's I saw a his whole character. bunch of them though. There's right, like yeah, bad I, father Han Solo. And yeah, there's yeah, just yeah, a whole yeah, bunch of yeah. them. You know, lonely Luke Skywalker. <laughs> you know, they're great, but um, you know, after the fact when they, when they get to Maz's cantina, which I thought was a cool, really cool scene as well. Um, which they must have caught a lot of it because it was short. I wish yeah, they, it was I shorter wish, than... They did say they cut I a part where they would have about being did more in it and yeah. showed more of the characters inside yeah. that cantina. So I, I did like that a lot. There are some cool characters in that cantina. Um, and they are, I think, in, if you want to learn more about some of them, that you're really not going to learn about. They are in that, They're visual, probably in that book. Yeah. visual dictionary. Um, but... Yeah, that, that that one scene that I missed the most that I would like to see again, and maybe Jimmy could talk about, is when um, Ray touches the lightsaber, and there's a lot of flashback things that happen. Yeah, you hear. And them. there's yeah. scenes from the other films that happen, like in that flashback, and kind of freaks her out. And the last voice she hears, I think, is Ewan McGregor. Actually, I think so. I think yeah, the last one. Now your journey begins, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's him from the prequels. And then you know, well, obviously from the prequels, yes, he wasn't yes. anything else. And then you know, Mass shows up like really quickly, like take this, you know, and mm-hmm. she doesn't yeah. want to. She's yeah. afraid of maybe her destiny, which is kind of interesting. Whereas you know, Luke wanted to be a Jedi, 
Yeah, um, she other I, people want to be a Jedi. She doesn't even know what she wants to be yet. Well, she, she didn't think it was real even until Han yes. Solo. That, that, that I thought was a scene I liked too. When, when yes. they're on the Falcon and Han Solo goes, all that you've heard is real. Yes, you know, like because he was the, the legends one in the are original. true. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was. It was that I thought was a really cool like scene, mm-hmm. and. The minute they knew who he was, the look on their face, you're General Soul, you blew up the Death Star. You're yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, that was, that was, or you didn't blow up the Death Star, you helped blow up the Death Star, yeah. you, you know, that was, that was cool that, you know, they, they remember him, but they're almost legends at this point because it's so far removed and the Galactic Empire still exists. I mean, well, it's, it's now not the Galactic, the Galactic Empire, Empire anymore. No, now it's the, the, first, the order. first Order. Right. But it's the remnants of, you know, it grew out of the Galactic Empire. So, and, and, and as you progress through the film, you know, the character of Snoke, like, Jimmy was saying it's like very interesting character um, at first when they introduced him I thought he was really huge <laughs> and, so then, did I. and then like, I realized pretty quickly <laughs> when he was talking to him that he was a hologram yeah. but mm-hmm. I wish there was a little more like Jimmy says that's a character I wish there's going to be a little more about but there will be oh, I mean yeah. there's definitely going to be more about him that, in that, the future that's, I guarantee there'll probably be a spinoff about him I mean, as, if, as before at no, some point, too. I was hoping there might be a book or something. Well, I mean, you know, some some spinoff kind of, not maybe a movie, but in, something. To talk in a about. New Hope, the Emperor is really not in that film, in no. the original film, and he's he has a brief brief area where he's in Empire, and then he becomes one of the main characters in the last, The Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I figure they're going to have the same thing kind of happen in this, in as the movies go on. So he's kind of like a character. <clears throat> that is introduced and will be more played on as as the movies go on. Same with Ray and Finn. I think you can't give everything away in the first movie. I really we, when we talked about this earlier a little bit because me and Jimmy hung out a little bit before you got here was um I really liked the fact that they showed the stormtroopers the way they did, where you mm-hmm. found out that they do not always keep with their programming or brainwashing that they do have to go for reconditioning because. Well, Everyone they, thinks that stormtroopers are all clones. That's not true. The clone troopers from the, Repu- the old Republic were clones. Right. Stormtroopers are not all clones. What I thought was very interesting, though, um, as you mentioned that, is uh, during one of the scenes where I think it's uh, General Hux is talking to Captain Phasma. Yeah. They are talking about, but in general, your troopers uh, are not obeying your orders. Mm-hmm. Do I have to get a clone brigade of troopers instead? Right. And she goes, our troopers are better than clones. Right. So there are still clones. Oh yeah, no, there, I'm not saying there aren't, but the majority of stormtroopers, especially by the time Jedi happened, mm-hmm. were not clones. I mean, but I don't think in the New Hope they, the majority of them were clones. Even I yes. think at, I think at that point they were. They are the probably been, still clones. And not many though. My it's understanding was that it was that I could see them being like an old outposts and stuff sure. throughout yeah, the galaxy. Are, I think, yeah, there are clones that still exist, but I, I think generally. I don't want to say throughout the books because those don't count anymore. And realistically, none of the expanding universe stuff ever counted as canon. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everybody out there, you can complain all you want on our Facebook page, but it usually doesn't unless the person that made the movie says it does. Uh, it's still a cool. I, it's universe. a cool concept, but it, it, it yeah. is. It's a very cool universe, and I really love the EU. Mm-hmm. But the new universe they're doing is cool too. I like but, it. But exploring that aspect of the stormtroopers. I thought was really cool, like how he took that helmet off, and she's like, "Why, soldier? Why do you have your helmet?" Because it's you know you're seeing another side. You're making them um, FN. What is it? One eight seven or something yeah. like one two, two eight seven one seven eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one eight seven is the code for murder. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so let's hope that's in not LA. It. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but um, yeah, but two one eight twenty eight seven. Yeah, but I, I thought okay. that was cool. You know, 
because it, it goes back to like how in like I think you know you always hear like Kevin Smith and his buddies and I think even clerks they mentioned how like well you know they were just regular they were they were doing what they thought was right you know not they weren't well they're still you know, it's the same, all a matter it's all a matter though. of perspective I guess and yes. this is the first time you really saw that other perspective and you saw that not everyone really agrees with it and some people do turn on you know I'm what they're sure. doing which is yeah. cool to see we just never saw it before on film. And I, and I like the way they portrayed that yeah, a I lot. Yeah, it was really well done. And, and you know, I, I know if you get into some of the, the literature that's out there, the books and stuff, they explain why Finn kind of had that reaction. I actually bought the book. I haven't read it yet um, before The Force Awakens. Oh, yeah, because you, you also find out that the you find a little, a little was bit of him was, uh, was David History. Yes. That is actually someone in, in... I know I've read a little bit. I haven't read most of the book, but I know that... Um, Finn is actually a commander of a platoon, and and that trooper is possibly one of his people that was in his platoon. I thought he was the one that trained Finn. Yeah, I thought he was the. May, uh, oh, maybe he was. The but one there's some tie him. between them. There's yeah, a tie. They know each other. I haven't there's, read. There's a little bit of a competition, like hate going on between yes. the two, which I thought was yeah. cool to see too. Back but in, that's back he knows cadets, him yeah. without his yeah. helmet on, which yeah. is right. you know one of the cool things. Yeah. Um, but I. But, sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, getting back to this, the the film. I did like um, the aspect of the map I thought was pretty interesting. Um, that's probably another thing that maybe I would say was kind of... It was interesting, but you didn't know that the map... It wasn't really a map to Luke Skywalker. No. It was a map was to a, a Jedi Temple right. where Luke might be. Right. So that's that's another thing. Luckily, he was there, as we find out. R2 actually had the plan where... I think yeah. Luke, the right temple. He well, was I think Luke programmed that into R two, and Luke knew he was going to be there. Yeah, it was so far and remote that you know. But there. But yeah, you're right. It wasn't really the map to him per se, but mm-hmm. but it was a temple he would. They, I think they mentioned it was a temple he was looking for or something. He was trying to find the original Jedi yes. temple. Yes. And then you get back to Maz's Cantina when they have the uh, the fight. I thought the. Um, the, the the coolest thing about that was the uh, air combat mm-hmm. I mean, between oh, the X-wings and the Tie so Fighters. Great. It was so oh. well done. Yes. Everything about it. I I'm, I'm not gonna lie. You know, you you they they get called on and they're like, hey, uh, yeah, we got. They call the Empire. Hey, we got. We we see your droid here. And mm-hmm. then the other the other people call the Rebellion and say, hey, we see a droid here. Mm-hmm. And the the Empire gets there first and they're pummeling them. All of a sudden, you hear about, hey, we got people. There's something in something incoming or whatever yeah. the, the line is. And you see those X-Wings flying across the water. I'm like, oh, man, I was so happy. Mm-hmm. I was like, kick their ass. Get them. Yeah, and that was very well done. Oh, very, I thought it was very so well good. shot. It felt good. Yeah. You know, I smiled through a lot it. of that movie. I yeah. really did. Just because it, it, and that's it the was scene, you know, that's the scene where... Nine-year-old Johnny thought it was awesome. Yeah, and that's, of course, <laughs> the scene where... And since I've never grown up, I'm still that. <laughs> where um, Ray gets captured, and then she soon discovers her force powers. You know what else I like? Rather quickly. Well, yeah, I don't know. You really don't know how much rather, time, but you don't really know how quickly. But realistically, you don't know how much time really elapses. It could be a couple of days, it could be a couple of weeks. I mean, you know, we'll, it's not months. We'll but just you know say, it's a we'll bit just say within a twenty-four hour period. Yeah, but I mean, Come she on. discovered them because she was being pressured, and so, I mean, it was more I like think, a self-defense I know thing. What, what Jimmy's going at here, but what I think is because she had these abilities in her, you know, for maybe it helped her survive. Who knows? That Kylo her, triggered it. Helped her survive, yeah. and Kylo maybe triggered it when he didn't want to. Well, that's what I'm saying is, you know, he him, was pre- looking, him pressing her. He was looking for information, mm-hmm. and because she is Force-sensitive, she could block I told, what he was doing without yes. 
her even knowing it, mm-hmm. he yes. was trying to reach right. into her mind, and, and he which couldn't he, penetrate which it. Which he did at one point, and then she blocked. She reached into she, his. Yeah. So I can see that. that. Mm-hmm. The mind trick on 007, Dan- Daniel Craig? No. Well, it didn't work right away. It didn't though, work right cool. away, which is kind of good, actually. I thought it was funny. I it thought was. that scene was funny, and that's why I liked it because you know, Star Wars has some funny scenes in it throughout the years, and this was a good, funny little scene. It was. It, I liked it a lot, actually. I did too. Mm-hmm. And oh, then, yeah. you know, the, I think the most disappointing part, of course, is you know, Han getting killed. Which everyone should know by now. If you don't, hey, spoilers. A little late, spoilers. I really, oh. I really thought it was going to upset me more than it really did, and I, I but maybe I think it might be partially because of how the scene was. Like when the scene was very well done, the scene was so well done that it was coming. The light was shining in, and Han was talking to him, and he was thinking about going back to the light side, going back home. And as that light faded, the minute it faded, he it went dark. Yes, he turned to the. That I was think, exactly I what I was going to mention. Part of me was just like, you know what? It was filmed so well, and it was such a good scene and moment between them. And I knew Harrison Ford didn't want to do any more of these movies. I'm surprised he did this one. He didn't want yeah. to do Jedi. He got paid really well. Oh, he didn't want to do Jedi, yeah. yeah that is true. But, but the scene between them on that bridge and the way it was shot and filmed mm-hmm. was so, yeah. It was I very agree. well done. so well done. I, I, I was like, I knew it was really coming. I, I know a lot of people... We know we know it was coming. It was going to happen. I agree. I mean, like my heart fell also, out when you see that because you're just like, wow. But, see, but I was but upset, still, but then I realized Lando comes back in the second one. <laughs> and if there's anybody cooler than Han Solo in the Star Wars universe, it's Lando Calrissian. Yeah. But let's let's rewind <laughs> this scene before he gets he gets jousted. I mean, before he when he stepped on that pl- that platform, you knew it wasn't going to end. Well, well there were two more no. movies coming, so you know he's not going to win, and he's not yeah. going to take him home. <laughs> so yeah, we, knew, we just didn't know what was going to happen, but we knew yeah. something was. But gonna I did happen. enjoy the dialogue in that scene, the yeah. conversation, yeah, it was it was and, and the the angst you saw yeah. on Kylo Ren's face or Ben Solo. Maybe he was Ben for a little while. I think and he was. The I think he was right hits, there. Yep, they became Kylo I, Ren again. I yep. wish Han yeah. did a better job of selling. You know. Selling to trying to get his boy back, but oh, he's damn near eighty. Yeah, give him, give him a break. He could have tried a little harder, but I've only seen, like I said, I only seen it once. But it was know, a good scene. I thought it was. I thought a very it was a well good scene. scene. Maybe if I see it again, I might have a change of pace. But I, I liked the way it was filmed. Yeah, you know, I liked that Chewbacca didn't. You know, Chewbacca could have probably killed him. Chewbacca was badass in this movie. Yeah, we'll say that. He was very good, but Chewbacca he could have used a little more gray in the coat because of the yeah, time he, gone by. But yes. Chewbacca was Chewbacca was great in this movie. But I agree. In, in that so scene, though, any, yeah. which I've seen a lot of stuff on the internet too, is Chewbacca could have probably killed him if he wanted. Killed to. Ren. He took a, he took a shot in the stomach, but if he aimed a little higher, and you know maybe he didn't want to kill Han Solo's son because he probably grew up with the kid. Yeah, he knows that kid. Yeah, yeah he does. You know. Um, it's interesting. A lot of stuff. There's a is, lot of yeah. A lot of cool, interesting things that could happen in the future. So, but the end is, I thought the the fight between Kylo and, and, Finn, and Finn was actually very interesting because Finn didn't really know how to handle himself at all. Um, you can tell that Finn holding like a baseball the way, bat the way he was holding <laughs> lightsaber. Like, yeah, said that earlier, yes. right? Mm-hmm. That he just didn't. Combat to him wasn't his thing, maybe. Well, you um, saw that. That's why he. Maybe that's why he blaster didn't. combat. I heard that Finn is great with a blaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he couldn't. He couldn't bring himself to kill anybody. Remember, he yes. says that. Yes. So, which sparks me to wonder why? He, how did he end up in that division? As far as well, coming down on that plant, on that mm-hmm. uh, on the Jakku. Well, you're assigned to where you're assigned. Yeah. 
That might have been the first time he was in combat. Remember, he says yeah, he's a he sanitation was a, worker. He was a janitor. Yeah. So and that might be the first time that so he's So he worked his way up. And then maybe that was his first Here's what they tell you in the Army. No matter what you and are, his first you're assignment, a he sees one of his friends die yeah. immediately. And yeah. they rub his hand on his face and cover his, yeah. his mask with Which blood. Which was a great, another yeah. great scene. Mm-hmm. There were actually a lot, a lot of, of great really scenes. scenes in it. There was. But the end fight, I thought, was very well done and choreographed. And I liked the aspect of layers. Like, she's jumping up and trying to get away from him. She's always running from him she to a certain point. She knows she's she, going to have to fight him, but then, she doesn't have yeah. that confidence yet. Yeah. And then when she gains the confidence to fight him and really hurts him, I thought that was really well done. I also like that you know a lot of people complained about the cross saber, but I liked how he swords used have, it in combat. Well, swords have hilts. Yes, but he used it very effectively in combat though yeah. too. He you know and it he wasn't pushed outrageous. it into someone's yeah. shoulder blade. You know, it wasn't outrageous. It was they weren't like cool. a foot long in each side. Either, oh no, you know? no, no, but. They also say that's because the crystal he originally got, he couldn't... Um, it's cracked. Cracked, and he couldn't maintain it, so he had to have events on the right. saber. So, But, I mean, I, I like that, and I liked how, you know, the base is blowing up, and it kind of... The base is not a base, it's a planet. That know? was different, that's and a, that well, that's was another cool, different aspect, you know. But it was, it was still another Death Star. <laughs> it, yes. it's, it's not really a Death Star, it's a planet with a super weapon on it. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, well, planet, I'll give you that one. You're, that no, planet you're right. cannot it's, move that's true, the right. galaxy. That's that true, planet is rare. A planet that had to take a couple years to build and why did the Resistance not know about it? Well, this? why didn't they Why didn't they know about the Death Stars being built? I because the Death Star was a movable planet. Well, not when it was in, under construction. Was well, it? It, was, it was a movable moon. Yes. It's no moon. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, yeah, the, the overall, I think, you know, where the film left off, I liked a lot. Um, Hans, oh yeah, Luke Skywalker Luke. asking if she found the hand. Yeah, I know. No, it was. That was funny. My, my, I think another one of my disappointments is you know, Mark Hamill didn't say a freaking word in the entire film. So I wasn't disappointed that he wasn't in the film. I knew he was going to be in it, and I pretty much as the movie was progressing, you, I knew he was going to be at the very end. I'm the least Luke Skywalker fan in all of Star Wars history. Sure, because. Oh, he, he the first the first two movies all he does is whine and bitch. He's like a fifteen year old kid. Well, he's a kid. Oh, he's great. a kid, yes. but just yeah, yeah. He's a yeah. kid with they no make, real family. No, fact, no. You didn't like him in Jedi. Come on. Lucas Arts knows this. I love them. Lucas Jedi. Arts knows this so much that when excuse me when they do the Lego Star Wars TV show stuff, they even make they mock it. They mock a lot of characters like, in that. Like, Come on. He's like, I just saved your life. Or he goes, hey, I got him. Don't get cocky, kid. I just saved your life. Don't get whiny, kid. I mean, they know his character is whiny. Yes. Yes, I understand. Was that. there a Skywalker that wasn't whiny? I don't know. I, well, I, I, uh, yeah, no, yeah. Well, yeah, good point, hoping. That's why I'm hoping that Ray is not a Skywalker. <laughs> I'm hoping, too. Who knows? I'm who hoping knows she has nothing to is. do with the family line whatsoever. You but know what we're going to say, it's safe to say it's going to be a solo. You know what I will say about that fight scene I, at the I'm end? I'm thinking so, too. I think, it's a solo. I think she's a solo based off... They said they're not going to use any characters from the EU. They never said they wouldn't take idea from it. In the EU, yes, it's a similar story. Yeah, he turns on Skywalker because he's trying to oppress. Mm -hmm. um, He's trying to oppress like uprisings and stuff on planets, and he becomes more and more towards the dark side. I I think instead of them being twins, they'll just say that there's years between them. Sure. What's their name? That's a possibility. Is it Jason? It's Jason uh, and Jaina. Jaina. Yeah, it's, it's solos. Yeah. 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 Okay. But it, I think they in, did get that in, idea. in the book series. She takes them out. Yes. You know, yeah. she's she's a bad. But I also books, like I, cool. I like that the main character of the film is actually I do like the Millennium Falcon. No, that is is, <laughs> is female. 
for once. Yeah. Because yeah. there have been a lot of female Jedi or in the Star Wars universe that really haven't been featured at all. True. Sure. There was a little bit in the Attack of the Clones. There's been a little bit in the Clone Wars cartoon. They show um, more. They show there's more been a lot in the, in the comics. Yeah. But it's never really been in film. Well, the, so to be fair, I they, like, they haven't had a film since. I, I know, but yeah, you know they they had they could have the done pop- some more in in Phantom Menace or Attack of the, the Clones. The popularity of Ashoka in the uh, Clone Wars. I think, yeah, was, I think that was a big help yeah, for it. Was a big to be help. honest. I, I do agree with you that I I, I like that touch of it. Um, but the, overall, the movie I thought the movie was very well done, and and to Jimmy's points that you know there's a lot of unanswered questions. There are two more films. I'm sure a lot of our questions are going to be answered. If you expected all your questions to be answered in the first movie, then I, I don't know even why you went. Stop, <laughs> to be perfectly stop, honest. stop it right there. I mean, where you are right now is where I was after I saw the first one. See it a few more times, and you will dissect. Yeah, unless but you, but, but unless there, I, I dissect movies, that's what I, I, think, I don't I think really. You do. I, I enjoy I, movies. I, what I like about the about the three of us is we all have different levels of what we do mm-hmm. when we see these. You, I've noticed, are far more neurotic about dissecting something yes. than me or Brian are. Yes. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to certain things, like I know, I know Brian has his little idiosyncrasies. Oh, man, I shouldn't have had that much beer because <laughs> when I'd have a stack of comics sitting here mm-hmm. without books or without bags and boards. It would drive yeah. him insane. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, all three was analyzed all, up to different right. levels. Sure. Yes. Like I said, I smiled through most of that damn movie. So did I. But I smiled. And I did too at first. But there were things you pointed out that you didn't notice the first time around that I did notice the first time around. That's true. I, I so everybody that, has yeah. different levels of what That's they notice. Mm-hmm. I mean, one thing I will say about that last the last fight scene between Finn and, and Ren and between Ray and Ren mm-hmm. was the fact that. On the other one of the other shows I do, we were talking about it because they saw it too and they all liked it too. But it wasn't this well choreographed dance. Yes, it was like it was like a knockdown street. It was like a Rocky fight. It was an underdog against a pro, and the underdog kind of came out on top. It ended kind of in a draw. It did, but, but realistically, it, also, it, it was it was much more of a raw fight, not like also two professional an underdog you know. fighting an injured person. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, Kylo yeah. Ren was. Severely hurt. He was, but Kylo Ren was like any other rock. Was like any of the great Rocky villains in the fact that like he was hurt. He hit himself to get that adrenaline going and whatever. Yes. Well, he hit I himself did. to get the dark side going. Is what yeah, he did. well, that's what I mean. But, but I, I mean, did like that. So I think I think that's what made that I, fight scene so good. Was yes, he was hurt. That's true. But he was also he's also a Sith Lord. They're not. Yeah. Well, it the, showed the, the funny thing though is it was a great fight scene. Because he got of all hit that with emotion. that crossbow. Mm-hmm. That we haven't seen a lot of the in the past. The bowcaster. I love yes. Han using it going, I really like this thing. But I did, but they see see he said three times. And that, other people that getting hit by that in the film, and they're going flying. Like, that thing is yes. hitting people and killing them instantly. But they're, not, but they're not Sith Lords. But that's an interesting thing, though. And like, he, was he got also hit a, with that, and it didn't. It hurt him, yes, but it didn't kill him. But from the beginning, we saw how powerful he was. When, he, when that bolt oh, I know. stood there for like five minutes... I mean, he obviously has surpassed the power of what his grand he he can he has the potential to easily surpass Darth Vader's power, possibly. If well, that's he who can he, control it, that's who he's idolizing. I also love the scene when the, when he's tearing up that room and those stormtroopers turn a corner and they look they're like no, and yeah. turn around and go back. <laughs> I, I, liked, I liked a lot of I, that. What was the other thing I told you I really liked? I liked the intro. I liked how they looked at the stormtroopers, but there was something we talked about earlier that I really liked. How uh, Kylo's aggression. Yeah, yeah. Kylo's aggression. I also did like how. Um, you know what I didn't like though? I, I didn't like how quickly he took off his mask. I wish he would have left it on a little to longer. make it more more mysterious. Yeah, yeah but but you got to remember. I think the thing was 
you couldn't do that with Vader because Vader it was a necessity. Yes, he's yes. wearing it just because because he Vader. just idolizes Vader. Right, right. Yes, but I, I still felt like, I have that... this feeling that he doesn't wear it when he's on the like. I think Starkiller Base. He takes it off and goes to the bar and just hangs out. <laughs> well, like, he had it on a lot in the beginning of the film, and then as the film progressed, it kind of just that was it. He took it off, and then it kind of stayed off for a while. But I think some of those scenes that we thought were really like, great wouldn't have like, been as great if he had it on. Like, if he had it on talking I liked, to Solo, it liked, wouldn't have been as good. I liked his voice, though, with the mask on. Yes. I thought he sounded more intimidating. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he was doing, you know, when he was messing with Poe and he had the mask on. I think and that's why he's supposed I think that's what the mask is there for. And I liked... But I don't I think liked he takes it, it off in public. I think he I keeps like, it on. I was kidding about that. Yeah, I w- I yeah I'm sure he doesn't like clubs either. <laughs> Honestly, if he would have kept the, the mask on <laughs> until... He interrogated Ray. That's mm. what, the first reveal would have been then. What I love about this, I, that's what I personally that's see that these my my gripes are a little we- different than well I have my others. I have yeah. my issues too. Like I said, I, I really could have did without another giant ball of death. I don't mind that. But, I mean, but but I get past you're it because about, you know what? you're the Empire. You do what you know. That's what they've that's been what doing you know. forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like you said, it's 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 not a Death Star. It's not. It was a planet that they probably inhabited, built their troops up, and were like, "Let's make a weapon." While and we're I wish here, they talked more about that. I, I actually like how I, it being constructed. I also like how instead of the shield generator being on another planet, they were soaking the energy from the sun, and it was all. But one yes. of my pet peeves was so they're flying towards this giant planet. They're gonna. They need to infiltrate it, rescue her, and blow up the generator, the shield generator. Yes. Well, how are we going to get past the shields? Well, the shields only work on stuff going under light speed. We're going to go through at light speed and then basically hit the brakes with the Falcon, right? Falcon's a cargo ship. It can pull off this maneuver. Why the, why the hell wouldn't you send the X-Wings in at light speed, do the same thing, and just sneak attack the thing? Because they have a limited range, then, to fly around the planet. What are you talking about? X-Wings can do light speed just like the Falcon. Sure. They yeah. do it all the time. How does X unless they're unless they're with the group or something? I've never seen X Wing go. Sure, they do. Show me when Luke Skywalker when he traveled with the Dagobah was going. X Wing had to do light speed. That was autopilot. That wasn't. They didn't show him doing light speed. They at didn't all. show it, but he had to do it to go that distance. We That's don't. Short, we don't know as, how far the distance Jimmy, was. As Jimmy says, they're short range flyers. Well, okay, I don't think but even if I think bigger, bigger cargo things like no, uh, you see, you see, see they're coming out of light speed and the X Wings and Y Wings were with them in the old movies. No ships that small would have. The, the, oh, the capacity. I don't know about that. I thought they, maybe not maybe not for a long distance, but I no. thought the X wings could do it. I, I think he might be right because I think in in Return of the Jedi they all you come see out them all light coming speed. out of light speed. But Y wings, X wings, B wings, they all come but out of light speed. If they're in a group, maybe they are just they're riding that light speed. Okay, well then this, then this I could, the I could okay, agree even if that's that. true, I, I've never seen a single X wing. You know what? Go if that's true, then okay. I've never seen a Jedi. Um, Starfighter going, but you know what? If that, that's true. If that's true that they could do that, then the Falcon can do it. Then why not have four of them go with the Falcon, penetrate the shield? It, it, the point still stands. Okay. You okay. Could, the more maneuverable fighter should be able to go, get in there and do it. But then you wouldn't have thirty minutes to film. I, I mean, I get it. <laughs> no, they still got I, in. They still had the range. I mean, they still. They, did you see what happened to the Falcon when it got in? But it's not a. It's not a craft made for that maneuverability. It's a cargo ship. Right. I think any ship would have crashed. I don't think so. I think an X-Wing could have pulled that off easier than the Falcon. But you have to understand that there's a shield still around the base, and if you pull up to a certain spot, you're going to hit the shield and basically explode. That's, that's, why that's a had, good point. That's why they had to knock off the base in Endor. They couldn't penetrate until that shield was down. There was yes. a shield. Yes. 
I understand it's a different shield. That was a different shield because otherwise the Falcon could have just penetrated that shield at light speed at the spot where the opening was to go in and then dropped it below light speed. You see how small that opening was? They barely got on the plant on Starkiller base without dying. Well, I'm just saying that if you can, I'm you're, just, you're I'm, being I'm, a little too critical. No, no, I'm just saying, but that's what I'm saying. We all have something we're critical of. Oh, sure. To me, I'm like, well, you could have just brought a few X wings with you, and you know, or a Y wing or something, and had a bombing run before. A bombing run. Do you see how long it took them to actually get the bombing run too? Yeah. When they actually did get there. But if they had gotten there, they would have been. They would have been well, completely they, a surprise. I mean, they, no one. But no one else there. could have got there either then, because they only sent those couple, and the other ones would have came later, and it would all have been a waste. Again, they they again, hit him with again, everything they had after the shield went down. Again, to me, it's it's to me, it's a great movie. And to me, that's just a nitpicky thing of mine. Is that well, if he could do, it, why couldn't they? <laughs> that, that's one of so the kind of like Jimmy or you. Yeah, we each have our things. That's a goofy thing, I think, in my opinion, <laughs> to nitpick about. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it is because I don't think it it really fits. I'm gonna look up if the, if the next one can travel Go, lightspeed because I'm pretty sure it does. Okay, you played the video games. Can you do it on there? No. See. No, but you never had the opportunity to do it in there either. You're always like in the bad. What if for missions and you're going to go from one plant to another? I'm, I'm thinking I'm with Jimmy with, yes. you know, the light speed that they come in for Return of the Jedi is all the big cruisers. Mm-hmm. You think? Like, you got and Tana I thought, Four. You got. I the, thought all the X wings come out of the cruisers. Y wings going got it as well, and then yeah, it was, it was always larger aircraft. You're looking it up, yeah. aren't you? I am. Yeah, <laughs> look it up. But, oops, you know, it's. It's the little things, yeah. Everyone, I, like I said, I, I've small, been wanting a small gripe. I mean, obviously they didn't do that because they had a rescue. They had a rescue ray. Yeah. So obviously you're not going to go in and blow up the shield generator and then blow the thing up prior to rescuing Ray. What would be the point? Let's let's talk about that. Well, nothing about flying into Starkiller Base, but the the scene where they do rescue Ray. Sure. And well, Ray's already rescued herself. I didn't catch this honestly to the second time I seen the movie, so what? don't judge me. Um, Ray understood. Chewbacca, when Chewbacca said it was his, it was his plan. So I Ray understand Shywook, which is the language of uh, Wookies. How did you even know that's the language of Wookies? <laughs> because again, we have three different levels yeah. on this podcast. I'm the least knowledgeable, even as much as I know. Followed by you, and then obviously the Buddha, yeah. the Grand Puba of the podcast, nah, I Jimmy. I wouldn't say that. Who apparently knows? I didn't know far more about. Yeah, that. that's a weird little thing to did know. Did you catch that at all or no? I, I, caught I, know, a, I caught a lot of little I things that make me things. think Ray is a solo. Yeah. She has some kind of ties to somebody. The, the fact that the way her and Solo were in the Millennium Falcon and like were on the same page about so much stuff, to me, you you, you get that connection with your own child. You don't get that connection with some stranger or with, you know... I'm, I'm going to take a stab at answering it, though, so maybe you guys can, you know, maybe see where I'm going with it. Yes, X-Wings have hyperdrive. In the films, the ones in the Rebel fleet were shown jumping into hyperspace. The Falcon didn't use hyper, hyperdrive to get the best best pin, but then when it was not coming... Wait, what? Yeah, no, they do show... They, but yeah, in the in the films, they do show them as part of the fleet, not in the ships, and they do go through hyperspace. Okay. Together. Yeah. But never as an individual. Well, they, because why would they as an individual? They're showing a big battle scene. You're not going to send one X-Wing. We're talking about... We're talking about... You're, we're talking about light speed th- right now. We're not talking about... I don't think that they piggyback each other and draft each other, if that's what you're <laughs> they saying. They bump It's not other. NASCAR. <laughs> They're not bump drafting each other through space. They might be. <laughs> but they again, are. I think more to the point is, why risk your entire X-Wing fleet? And like you said, if they fly in wrong or they hit something... An X-Wing's far more vulnerable to a hit. Just like any fighter plane in real life... A B-52 bomber can take a hit from a missile and keep flying where an F-15 is going to go down. 
That so was a obviously, dangerous thing it's to a do. Da- in it's general. a dangerous maneuver. Want you risk four people and a piece of crap. Don't risk your don't risk your they're, main fleet. They're not, they're not kamikazes, so they're right. not, they'll do something. But it, yeah. but it could, it may have been able to be done. Poe could have did it, but then it's only one pilot. That's not as many as you need to take out when you need sure. to take out. Although he basically took it out in the end on his own. Neem Num wouldn't do that. That's for sure. Neem Num could have did it by himself. <laughs> yes. Neem Num and my, and Poe is all you need. It's Nine Num, I thought. Right. Right. Nine Num, Neem Num. Let's, let's go back to my ray theory here. So okay. you think it's a Jedi trait that they can understand multiple languages because. Ray didn't. Well, as far as we know, Ray didn't grow up in Jakku. There wasn't. You wouldn't think Wookiees would be on a desert plasm, plasm like that. So for her to even to adapt or learn that language, Luke Skywalker, same thing. Grew up on Tatooine. He wasn't around any Wookiees at all. Luke Skywalker didn't really understand Chewbacca in the first uh, he, movie, though. Did he? he did in. Um, he not did, in a New Hope. He, he did. He, no, he, not in New Hope, but by the time Return of the Jedi, he was talking to yeah. Chewie. Well, that was knowing Chewie. When they were trying, to get, when they were trying to get Han out of, uh, out of Jappas. Yeah, but he was at that point, he'd known Chewie like 10 years. I mean, it was an extended amount of time they had together, 5, 10 years. Sure. You know, Ray. to me, Ray knows it because Ray knows... To me, this Ray's follows along... a survivor. Well, to me, Ray knows can kind of understand him because if my my theory is since she's a solo that she knew Chewbacca when she was little. I mean, she knew the language of the scavengers, the one that picked up BB. Yeah, but that's because she desert. grew up there. That that's understandable. But Makes sense. so, how would she learn how to, to uh, understand Chewie? I that's, think I don't think she completely understands him. I think she under I think she kind of understands. Like how I kind of understand Polish. When I'm at dinner with my in-laws and everyone's speaking Polish, I know I, when they say something, I know I generally okay. can guess what so they. She, I know what they know. She picked up want. some things and went with that. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, I, I don't think inherently Jedi's understand all languages though. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. That'd be cool. I'm sure, they understand a lot, but I'm not sure. And those are just dude, that's just one of my little gripes. That it's something. It's not going to make see, or break the movie. It's that's not, an interesting gripe so. though. See, that's. That's one I can accept. But yeah. that might have been like that just to make you think about how does she know that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of See, I think, think about of, things. To the point, I think some of the plot holes that you, you talk about are done to deliberately make people like us think about it and discuss it. Sure. So then when they decide to close that plot hole, if you're right, you could go, ha! Well, that's true. I mean, it, like I said, it wasn't going to make <laughs> you know or break I mean? the movie. I, I wasn't going to throw my hands up and say, oh, I'm done with this. I'm going to walk out of the theater. It mm-hmm. wasn't like that, but it just it makes you think afterwards that, hey... When you you know you process everything and then you're you're playing it back in your mind, you're like, how did that happen? And that's true. No, that's a good know. point. I mean, and I wish, and, and I have a bunch of more. I love. But I mean, it's it, just I wish they would cover a little. You know. But I mean, to be fair, even to me, even if she was a solo and she was left there when she was little, mm-hmm. how would she have had enough time with Chewbacca to know? You know, or any Wookiee, or anybody. You don't know what's on that planet either. That's true. There how could be Wookiee scavengers. We don't know. How do you know how long what other creatures are on that planet? There are a lot of weird creatures on that planet. Yeah, so. I mean to be fair, Skywalker grew up on a planet full of sand people. He didn't know how to speak sand people. I don't think anyone knows how to speak sand people. Well, that's my point. Yeah. If Obi Wan Kenobi couldn't do it, and he's a Jedi Master, he just scared him. They they yeah. didn't mingle with the commoners. They yeah, were, they were mindless zombies. So well, okay. that would be well, that would wait, be wait, a wait, language they language zombies be because they had children they, yeah, and stuff in the prequels. So you can't say they're mindless. And, and, and they walk in front of what, what about like say hide their numbers? Yeah. Uncle, okay, well Uncle mm-hmm. Owen. Uncle Owen yes. was burned alive job. by Boba Fett. Well, depending depending, <laughs> what you believe, depending what you believe, sure. Sure. Or no but, more but think about it, he knew what the job was were saying. 
Yes. Sure. Yeah. He's not native, Jedi. Native to the planet. Native to the planet. Right. Yes. But you don't. I mean, like Jimmy, like Brian said, we don't really know if they're just because they didn't show like a Wookiee on that planet doesn't mean there's not. A there were a lot of creatures on that planet in general. I mean, Finn didn't understand Chewie because there was no Wookiees on Starkiller Base. Finn didn't understand anything because he was raised differently. Right. Finn was basically. I think he didn't Finn, understand BB-8. I don't think Finn was. No. A, I don't think Finn's a clone. I think Finn was born and then they took him in and they raised him as the Empire's child. Basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Finn's gonna know what they want. Finn wanted, is though. Lando Calrissian's son. That would be how awesome would that be? That that's Lando and La Leia's kid. La- what? <laughs> Lando and Leia. <laughs> She just turned into a whore. Mm. <laughs> oh, there was 20 years without Solo. There was 20 years without Solo. How do you know it was 20 years? They said, didn't they say it was like 20 years? They said it was a long stretch. I, I don't know what they I heard time. it was a stretch. I, you don't know it's They're 20 years. They're saying 30. It's not, it's not definitive. No, but, yeah. no, but there's 30 between the two movies. I know that. Or they, the, the timeline yeah. is 30 between those events. How old do you but think I thought, Kylo I, Ren is? I think Kylo Ren is in his late 20s. Really? That well, old? I think Ray is over eighteen. I think Ray's probably in her early twenties. All right. Yeah. We'll just say like how like same with Skywalker. He he turned eighteen. Mm-hmm. He said that because but like Brian said the the characters they were the actors were great in their roles. Yes. They all meshed well together. Well, yeah. But to answer your question no about how long they were separated, we know it was an extended amount of time because it's not like the New Order was like, oh hey, here's this kid Kylo Ren. Hey, come on board. I mean, it took time. I'm sure. Yes. For him to turn well, and him to a, go and, you know. Flashback scene and, and let's too. Also, they let's also be fair to, you know, Luke and Leia's relationship, while they loved each other, wasn't really a stable, like, I mean, there was a lot of fighting there. Where are you going with this? I'm saying that they they, <laughs> they very well could have been on and off. No, they, they could have been on and off, on and off, on and off a couple okay, times, yes. and, you know. No, um. Where, there, unlike there's in, a lot. The, in, in the Expanded Universe, the old Expanded Universe, they were together the whole time. So, this obviously is not that. But plus, he lost his ship years before, too. Sure. there There's some cool, interesting things that they can delve more into with Kylo Ren. Like, who are the Knights of Kylo Ren? Why do they become the Knights of Kylo Ren? Well, so, I mean, there had to be, he, he couldn't have just been it's kind in, of the like, new, in the new order for, like, five years. It had to be. Who I'm knows? I'm glad they didn't talk know. more about that because they didn't have time to talk about that. So I can totally see the Knights well, of Kylo see, Ren being in the next film. There's a lot of things that could be in the next films. Sure. So, and then... Talking about the next film, since we brought that up, it has been delayed. Yes. I have no problem until with December. Yeah, not it was going to come out in May, um, mm-hmm. and the last one came out in December, so I'm totally fine with it. I would have been bummed if Rogue One wasn't coming out. So I actually, was I would really be bummed. I was, I was actually surprised that they wouldn't have shot for December anyway, seeing the reception this one got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, to me, it was kind of like like there are people that are panicked, like, oh, the script must be bad. I'm like. No, no, I don't think so. The script you know is what? written. You know what? If anything, if anything, giving it that extra time for a little bit of polish here and there, I'm okay with it. Yes. You know why rush it? I mean, if you don't need to, you don't need to. I agree. I agree too. You know, I mean, plus they're going to milk this movie. I and like you so. said, what, Rogue One's coming out next year. Jimmy said uh, Rogue One sh- it, ended this year. I think it's uh, no, not this year. early next year. seventeen. Is early next year, right? Yeah. And then maybe Rogue One will be early or late 2016, and then. You got your uh, yeah. That's why two thousand seven or late two thousand twenty sixteen. Yeah, right. yeah. And then I know they're filming it now. Yeah. So and then you have your late December yeah. episode eight. Was so. it, was it confirmed that uh, Rogue One is going to be about Poe or is that different? No, Rogue One. Somebody said that he's no. that they're doing a movie about him. But no, I'm Rogue, like, Rogue, Rogue One is different than Poe, that. Poe wasn't even alive then. That's Rogue One is the story of the pilots that 
got the Death Star plans to help the Rebels. That's what I thought. So the new rumor for Rogue One is that Darth Vader is in Rogue One. They've reconstructed his armor from the original molds of A New Hope. And there is going to be a Darth Vader in Rogue One. It will not be David Prowse, unfortunately. Because, you know, David Prowse is old. He's a band band for life, really. I don't think... No. Band for life. From what? From Lucasfilms, and it's, apparently it's going to be carrying on to Disney. Why? There's been some gripe with the. Well, I know was was back, he one that was did somebody? I read somewhere that the person playing Darth Vader in the first movie did not know that they were going to dub the voice of James Earl Jones over him. Oh, David Prowse. Yes. Well, no, I think he did. That, know. that came afterwards. He, he wasn't aware of it. Yeah, no, because, I read. The, I read. He didn't know. And this original script, he which was the was, voice, which and I heard is one of the big. Writers. For last minute, Lucas pulled it and brought in uh, Prowse and. I'm sorry, pulled in um, James Earl Jones. Jones yeah. And Prowse didn't know about it until opening, opening day of the movie. So, yeah. and that, was, I think was that ups- was probably one of the big... He was upset about it. But the reason why he was banned by Lucas, um, because he would do a lot of talk, sh- talk shows, especially over in Europe, and uh, in newspapers, you know, doing uh, interviews and stuff, and he would say too much about the movie. Well, no, And sure. he, there was a newspaper article that was published that he basically told what happened in Empire as far as he... He, he before the movie came out, he said yeah. that I'm I'm Luke Skywalker's father. Oh, so he leaked. Okay, it. I didn't. I'm not aware of that. But well, I'm sure that all stems back to him being pissed off that his voice got overdubbed. I know. And then he gets erased from the prequels. It's, it's or no, but he gets erased from the you uh, know the new version of Jedi. So, so <laughs> a lot of people so, don't know this though. But in Return of the Jedi, George Lucas tested the theory to see if it really was probably was leaking out the information for Return of the Jedi. That's why they changed the name to Blue Harvest and everything just for mm. over here in the U.S. But to keep the script from leaking, they told Dave Prowse that um, he's going to be killing off Luke Skywalker. And sure enough, he was going around telling people oh. that, that he was doing. And then from that point on, he was banned. Oh, but he still filmed the movie, though. Well, he still filmed the movie. But he's never going to be in another one. He got shafted big time on royalties. Oh. He didn't make much off the movie whatsoever, which sparked anger, of course. And okay. uh, he just ran his mouth story. off, and then he was that. banned from attending any co- any conventions till this day. Well, I, so. I've seen David Prowse in a convention. I have his autograph. Well, Star Wars, official Star Wars convention. Yeah, I he understand. Goes that, yeah. Like yeah. Celebration. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, that's, you know... I'll, I don't know if a lot of people know, but you know Peter Mayhew is Chewbacca, but mm-hmm. he's not always Chewbacca no. in The Force Awakens. Well, but we no. all but, yeah. but we all know that from the guys we've talked to when we went to see the Boba Fett. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's you know three that played him in any or four that played him at right. any given time, which makes sure. sense because there was a lot of action with Chewie in this, in this yes. film that Peter Mayhew couldn't do. No, yes. yeah, he's exactly. restricted to a real wheelchair and he walks around crutches most. When of the time, he gets so. restricted to a wheelchair, he's just, I he's, saw he's, him. I saw him on an episode of Comic Book Man and he was walking. He walked, maybe not. He, maybe not. Limited far. walking. Maybe not far, limited walking. Yeah. I was say maybe not far, but he, I know he. Did majority walk. of time he is by wheelchair. So. From what I know, in in the Force Awakens, Peter May, who's did most of the scenes with Chewbacca, if he was just standing there, right, or if, for example, he was sitting somewhere. In know, the Falcon scenes, he was it was Peter May. Yeah, but some of the running scenes mm-hmm. and stuff like that, they had to stand in. Right, right. Which they right. introduced. I uh, I saw it on the internet. I forget if he was like a Australian or something. I yeah. think. I think he's Swedish. Swedish. His name is Junis. He's like a seven foot two, two yeah. basketball player. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Which is good, though. I yeah. mean, bring in the young blood. We need some right. young blood to take over some of our favorite characters. You know, how does a Wookiee? What is it called? Chewbacca's vowed to protect Han Solo for some reason, right? Because he saved him. Was it called well, life something or another? It's a life. How, that, that, life how does that work? 
Solo well, dies and he's done? Not necessarily. Or is it Solo dies and he protects the next of kin? No, I always forget how that works. I think I it's just one and done. Yeah. It's But now if Chewbacca died instead, then his next of kin would have to no inherit it. No, I, there no there's there an, was no there's an inherited. It was just a one sure person thing. We don't know the story of how that happened, but I'm almost sure there was some inheriting thing in that. I don't they know. Tried it, they tried I haven't to, watched the holiday special in years. So they tried to no touch base on that with Jar Jar <laughs> with the life death thing, but good thing they didn't go through with that one. Oh, God, yeah. So, um, but as far as Chewie, it was never really talked about as far as... You know, it's... it's uh, you know, sometimes when I have to think back it's 20 years... Universe. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Sometimes when I try thinking back to something, I mix up something Basically, from the EU you know, with something else. Did Chewie really have life death? Yeah. I'm not sure. I thought he was well, just always yeah, just his co-captain. The, no, no, there was a life death. So, man. in the expanded universe, okay. and maybe they'll Solo get, saves him from... Okay. And maybe the they'll Empire? get into this. That's why I don't know about it. Like I said, maybe they'll get into this um, basically in maybe the Han Solo movies they're planning on doing. Yes. Um, but they say very early that Han Solo was actually a pilot in the yep. Imperial yep. Empire. Got the and, book right there. And they were actually um, torturing Wookiees and he didn't mm-hmm. like it. Hmm. Similar story maybe to Finn. In yeah. A way, you Real know? similar. Okay. And um, he took umbrage with that and actually decided that he didn't want this to happen so he kind of rescued Chewbacca and mm-hmm. then Chewbacca's life debt was to protect him because mm-hmm. he protected him. Okay. So, you know, hopefully that that would be interesting stuff to see if they do the young Han I'm Solo curi- film. Yeah. To, I'm curious as to, to, to delve it. into I know they're going to. Yeah. I'm curious as to how much of yeah, the how he, much, of, how the much of that it follows. They can go into how they're going to approach stuff like this, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I know the Han Solo story was three separate books. Mm-hmm. I have it as one big book, but I know it was three separate books that were written. Sure. Um, it does touch on that. But yeah, so I wonder how much they're going to... Go it, it's funny, because I remember early on them saying, we're not going to use characters from the EU. But they never said we're not going to use ideas from the EU. That, okay. And really, Rogue Squadron, Rogue One they is just, Rogue Squadron. Rogue to Squadron them, they always EU. said EU is not canon. That was, that's what I don't they said. Know well, that that, that says right. everything. That no, says right. stories and well, characters. No, 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 you're right. LucasArts... Originally, I think I want to say I had read that originally Lucas Arts had. And I say Lucas Arts because it's a whole encompassing company. Sure. Originally, they only because I looked at trying to like, what do you have to do to write a Star Wars book? They only allowed a handful of writers to write books originally. Sure. Because they were trying to keep track of it to keep it where it was kind of canon. Mm-hmm. That fell apart, obviously, throughout time. Mm-hmm. Not super bad though. Uh, the EU started off kind of supposedly, from what I read, how true it is, I don't know. It was on the internet, so it <laughs> must be true. It was started off to be canon and to continue the story. Like, the Thrawn trilogies was considered canon, or was supposed to be considered canon. Yes. You know, stuff like certain things That would have been nice. But then it just got so big and so large, and they took off to where people were buying so much that, hey, if we can make a shit ton of money, we're going to throw 150 writers at it, and they can write whatever they want. Because there's tales, there's tales from the Cantina, which I have a, a book that can, has all three. There's tales of the Mountain Hunters, tales of the Cantina, and tales of something else. Sure. And in that book, there's a story where Boba Fett is still alive, and meets Han Solo, and they're both like seventy mm-hmm. on like another planet. But then there's another book, and that's just a story in that. But then there's an actual book where I want to say Solo's already dead by that point. There's, you know, I mean, it, it got kind of. There were different timelines and stuff, and all kinds of crap. There's right. always different timelines, but. So they said they're not going to follow the EU, yes. or they're not going to take the characters. But they never said they weren't going to borrow ideas. Sure. 
So I'm, I'm like, like I said, Rogue One, Rogue Squadron, <laughs> Rogue Squadron was the, like, the shit as a comic book when it came out. Okay. Dark Horse did it. Rogue Squadron, I, awesome comic book. I've never actually read that one. I don't Rogue Squadron was great. It was about Rogue Squadron. Rogue One, obviously, is the leader of Rogue Squadron. Yes. That's obviously... I mean, I think they use the term Rogue Squadron. Do they use it in one of the movies? In one of the originals? They always do, yes. Right, they do, right? Yeah. But, I mean, it's never really Big like... Big Red standing by. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Red, that's Red Squadron. That's not Rogue Squadron. Is, or is it Red? I don't know. No, because no. Rogue One is Rogue. Yeah. yeah I know. I'm just... Red, Va- one, Red 1 through 5 was part of Rogue Squadron. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, but... but Gold Leader. But, you know, yeah. it really got popular back in the early 90s when the comic came out. Sure. And then you had the video games for X-Wing and X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter and TIE Fighter. So that was a... I mean, that was a popular comic and it was pretty there good. There was a video Rogue Squadron video game too. Yeah, there was. Eventually there was. That's true. So. so, you know, obviously they are borrowing from it. Just in what way, we don't know. No, of course. I mean, I guess for me, after seeing this movie and reading the comics that I've read, I haven't read all of them, but what I've read... And Rebels, what I've seen, I I think the franchise is in good hands. I think it's going in the right direction, and I think it's going to be a fun five to ten years. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Same mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Despite my negativity that I portrayed here tonight, but I still, I don't really I'm still think glad were, it's back. You weren't really negative. I don't I mean, really think you were very things. negative. Yeah, Everyone just, had some I'm negative things. Yeah. So. I mean, overall, I think, yeah, the but, series is in good hands. Mm-hmm. I think the next film will be... A similar film, maybe to like Empire. It's going to be the darker film yeah. of of the next one. Now, if it's on an ice planet, now we're going to have it. Now, now me and JJ are going to tangle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Um, it, it is cool that they are, you know, showing some different planets and stuff too in the in, in the new films. I think this. I think this movie they wanted to get a lot of the, the little nods and stuff to the old stuff out of the way. Sure, they wanted to create that bridge and say, "Here's the new and the old." Mm-hmm. You know. Um, it's funny because we'll, you and I will talk about this in the next episode, but the Leia comic. Yeah. It, it's funny because in this movie, a lot of people complain that Leia was too cold when Han Solo got killed and didn't show enough emotion. And I'm like, well, that Leia's always kind of been like that. Okay. You know? I mean, even in the beginning of the comic, kind of how she is. Mm-hmm. You know? So I wasn't too worried about that. She sensed it? A disturbance in the Force? I don't think yeah. she did. I, think she, I don't think she, she did, knew. actually. That Solo was? No, she knew he's dead. She just she said. Well, I'm pretty sure when everybody came back, she knew when he didn't come back. No, um, it wasn't confirmed, but yeah. No, I I I love the end of the movie. Sorry, you're gonna you're gonna talk about that. Mm -hmm. So I noticed in in the film that there is a point when you know when Han Solo is killed, they do flash to Leia, and she holds her heart. And she knows that something has happened. Yeah, but we we don't right. know if it's because she's force like she never really exhibited any. I mean, she's obviously force sensitive well, and force aware. Yes, but we don't know if it's because of that or because she had they had like so, comms open and she. Well, going it. back to your expanded universe thing in the expanded universe, Leia becomes a Jedi. Yes, she does. Mm-hmm. She does. Um, in our universe now that we're dealing with, she is not a Jedi. Correct. She is a general. Yes. So maybe they will explore maybe in the other films why she didn't become a Jedi. Maybe why she didn't go through training with Luke. Maybe they won't. Maybe her midichlorians weren't high enough. Oh come on! <laughs> oh, <boy>. All right. <laughs> on that. Uh, on that no, what, yeah. no, what I wanted to say was I, I the the one other nice touch I liked was after um, after Ray hugs her and they yes. fly off. It's her and Chewbacca. 
Yeah. And the way that the way that flies off to me is great. The reason I brought up about the life debt was because I thought that he has to protect Han Solo and then the next kin or something, okay. which would have kind of hinted at maybe Ray, uh-huh. maybe maybe Chewie knows something that the audience well, doesn't. A lot of people are complaining too that how come Leia didn't show any affection to Chewbacca? She kind of did. There were no. muffy, there was a little, but you know what? There wasn't that much interaction. Leia wasn't in it that much. No. So for when uh, when Neither she saw was him, Luke Skywalker. When she saw when she <laughs> yeah. saw them originally, and when she saw Chewbacca, there was a little affection there. Mm-hmm. But Leia's Leia. Leia, you know. Did you know in the um, briefing room when they're strategizing before they were going to go out and destroy the Starkiller base, when Leia was talking along with uh, General Akbar, the Blah, the I did girl like that. With the short hair. You gotta catch up. Where, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'll, be, I'll get that. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'm kidding. Just pointing at my beards. To those that didn't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm working good. on it. I, I do slow steps and I, I, I come, I come, I finish strong. So don't worry. <laughs> so I was going at the, the little girl. The little girl that was behind Leia. She's a little short hair, curls in the back. That's actually Leia's, uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter in real life. Oh, no oh, kidding. Cool. Really? That's cool. Yeah. So that was kind of her. There is a, actually, I heard a story, um, if we're going to talk about stories of the film, mm-hmm. it's that um, Oscar Isaac's um, uncle, I think, is a huge... No, Isaac's is the guy that played Poe. Po, correct. Yes. Okay. Oscar Isaac's um, uncle, I think, is a huge Star Wars fan. And when he found out that he got the part, his uncle was super excited. So he flew him out to the set of the movie. Um, and he was actually put in the film... During um, the scene where the uh, First Order comes to Jakku and attacks, oh. he's actually one of the, I guess, the civilians or people on Jakku yeah. that's in that kind of church camp or whatever right. camp that is. So, that, that, that you know, little things. Like, you know, there's a lot of people that are in this film, you know, that love Star Wars that are like... Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg is Who's the, now been in Star Trek and Star Wars. Is the junk guy. Yeah, which yes. I thought was really cool. I also thought that, um, and you would I guess think his he was, mask was kind of CG. Yeah, you would think he was CGI, but he was more, more practical. Than CGI. You know that bread she made? I, really I thought that was actually, CGI. That was actually real chemistry. Yeah. No, I actually that think I that um, yeah. Simon <laughs> Pegg actually, his face was not a actual mask. I think. It seemed like that they just did some CGI. So well, he just it. had he just had the real costume body. Well, yeah, I was just yeah. Saying, yeah. The, yeah. the body was costume. Mm-hmm. I saw that photo of his regular face with the costume, and I remember him wearing something on the back of his. Oh, head. sure. I think I, he wore a mask, but I think they had some CGI effects. The pictures yeah. I think that, you've that seen character. are just like what rags because he was so hot it filming. Was, they, in, I heard filming in India. Oh, a lot of different crazy day. stuff happened on the this, the set of that film yeah. too. So, yeah, it was. But, a lot of cool stuff. And a lot of JJ's cool best friend was one of the X-Wing fighters. Uh, yeah. Simon, Simon. Did you notice there was a oh. fan X-Wing fighter in this one? Yes, that was the that's, guy from... That's your Porkins. That's um, Heroes. His name, He's the guy, yeah, from, the guy Heroes. from Heroes. Yeah. His name was stuff. not Porkins, though, but he was, he was, <laughs> yes. an over, he was a heavy set X-Wing that fighter. Guy, Johnny, when I saw him, it made me think of you think, and, and is, Porkins. Is he in Lost, too, I think? I believe he's in Lost as well, He's in a lot of JJ's stuff. Oh, that's where he was in. He was in Lost. I think it's Simon Kinberg, something. I forget his name, but he's in a lot of stuff played. Was it Hurley or whatever in Lost? Is that who it was? I no, no, no. I, I, I don't I'm remember. Sure. I, I watched I a few Euros. episodes of the show, but I, yeah. but that's where he was from. That's right. But I'm like, hey, there's another, there's another, another heavy set X wing pilot. Yes, so. like, which is cool. I go, if his name's Porkins, that's a, that, that's bad. No, <laughs> but 
I want to know the story of why his name was Porkins in the original. <laughs> why not? You'll never know. He's deceased. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I asked Mike well, Quinn true. about yeah. Fraggle Rock and Dark Crystal a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He worked with David Bowie. I know. Yeah. yeah. We always said on our show. Yeah. yeah. He was a great guest. Very cool. Great guest. He was. We've had, we've, every guest we've had has been pretty great, and it's great that he's in the new film too, and he's he's doing a lot of great stuff. Nina was so, rated like number eighth in like the was, uh, top hundred Star Wars characters or something in some of, of those. He was well known characters, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's no, a we were just top 10, it's great. mentioning the comic we might talk about, but he's in that comic as well too, predominantly too, in yes. one of them, mm-hmm. yeah. in the Leia comic. Yeah, he's been very busy. Yes, my question is cool. with his character. I don't though, think he is... puppeteered the comic. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> you would think he move up the ranks. Of flying with with Lando and the Falcon, blowing up the Death Star and Return of Jedi, he did. But yet he's still a pilot. But he's an X-wing pilot now for yeah, the, but for the Rebel was, Alliance. Is he a commander? Is it called really the g- Rebel Alliance? They never gave him a. Is it's called the Resistance? Resistance. He was never really given a title. Mm. They changed it around. It's the Resistance. It's the but first you know order. Something? I think I, I I think there are people that are pilots, and that's what they want to do. Like Chuck Yeager was a great example of that. Chuck Yeager was a pilot, and that's what he wanted to be, a pilot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he moved up rank-wise, but he was always a pilot. As a major, he was still a pilot. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you, you, when, you, when, you're a guy that, when you're a pilot, a fighter pilot, I mean, those guys love to fly. They don't want to be behind the desk. They don't want to you know, be captain of a, a giant vessel. They want to fly. That's right. what they do. That's what they're good at. But we don't know how, you know, Solstice is, is the so. Val Kilmer of, <laughs> of <laughs> Star Wars. He's, He's the Iceman of Star Wars. <laughs> I thought Mike said it was nine num. Nine num was yeah. it nine num? I say nine num, but it de- it depends how you. Well, well we, had, we, had, we the actual actor we had the actual guy to play the character he, on a show. He would, he would know I best. thought you, I recall him saying it was nine someone, num. Did you see that someone's going around signing Mike Quinn's uh, name uh, on Force, uh, Force Awakens posters? Yeah. What yeah. an asshole! Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a big thing now. Both him and um, Mark Hamill is yeah. uh, fighting. Uh, Somebody's, in California, somebody's signing Mark Hamill's name. Yeah, they're they're fighting the forgeries. There's a lot of forgeries going on. And uh, special Mark Hamill, so he's he's trying to fight it and put in legister that I, it's I going to it be making it illegal. And, and you mentioned he Mike Quinn. And he the said, that are trying I haven't to make signed any posters for the Force Awakens yeah. yet, so right. he knows. Yeah, you know. yeah, I saw that on his Facebook Just page. Great. Yeah. He's and he called out one person that uh, that faked a forgery on like a tops card for on eBay. Yeah, yeah. Like, why would you do something like that? I can see the posters because they want to try to make money. Yeah. So. yeah. What's the nerve of these people? But to yeah. Mike, to Mike, I would think that's uh, that's well, flattery. It's a flattery. Yeah, that's, yeah. But you're also he made like, it big time. If someone's actually forging your signature, now. I guess right. Yeah, I mean, he's always but, been big time, in my opinion. I agree. So. After after talking to him and seeing the amount of his 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 work, I mean, I mean, yeah. We want to bring up the I, I love the Muppet Show. The new the new show is great. He's Good. working on that. Yeah, and, and uh, our, we've had some great guests. I mean, yeah. Mike Mike's working on the Muppet Show. Steven's working on Steven released an album under. Gamarine Guard, how do you say the word? Gamarine. Gamarine Guard Records or something like that. Uh, Corey's doing his personal training stuff, and yeah, he's one inspirational motherfucker. Yeah. Every time, every day, I wake up and there's some some new quote from him. Very positive. He's, a, he's yeah. a cool guy. Yeah. He's just like his dad. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've had some we've had some of the best guests. If he was on the East Coast right now, everyone buried in the snow, he'd be working out and he'd be posting <laughs> positive be, things. He'd be clearing the snow, playing funk on his bass. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is what he'd be doing. If you listen to this, you like that one. That's that's funny. Oh, yeah. he's, those are they're all great guys. Yeah, and yeah. Pam was great. They're too. very humble, you know. It's you know some of these people they, they can get to their heads and they're starstruck. Yeah, I go to conventions and I charge people for my autograph. Look at me, I'm better than you. But they, they'll actually yeah. sit down and talk to you. And 
You know, who are yeah. we? Oh, people. you ran into John, uh, what's his name again, when you went to... John Warden, uh, when I was in Rhode Island. Rhode Island, Man, right? He's a great guy. He remembered, forget the last he remembered us from uh, from Indy. No, let's be fair. He remembered, yeah. he remembered Samantha from yeah, Indy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just pull us all together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just pull us all together. But he remembered... He he's remembered, a cool guy. He remembered our interview we had with him, so... Yeah, that's did great. He? What's yeah. it? Uh, Daniel Logan. Yeah. I always, I'm, for some reason, I combine the two names. Mm-hmm. I missed another, the another Jake Lloyd show. I was out of town. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and all I can say for Jake is, you know, I hope uh, things work out for him. And yeah. I hope our friend comes back you. and, uh, he will. He you just, know, rebounds. And he's just taking some time. He's in his early 20s, man. He's going through it. He, we all went through stuff. Right. Sure. But Daniel Logan, another cool guy. Yeah, he was fun. Yeah. There was that online petition, the petition for him to play Boba Fett. I, I, which I would have totally I wouldn't say I started behind. it, but I was, I was pushing it. I would have totally yeah. been behind that. That would have been That's cool. Definitely. That would be cool. I, uh, mm-hmm. I you know, I... What you call? It, I tagged him on the Facebook on that. He's probably at the right and age to do he it. liked it, so yeah. I, oh, I don't see anyone Boba else. Fett, you know the young Boba Fett in the Clone Wars TV series, yeah. the yeah. cartoon. Yeah, so. yeah. I can't think of a better person. So, which I thought was pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. I think you could do it. Absolutely. Uh, Star Wars unites the world, doesn't it? Sure does. It sure does. I, you know, it's. I, I think it's, it's one a, of those things that I love. Best, it's the best fandom I know of. Because uh, you you almost never hear people complaining and fighting and like you don't see people like getting in fist fights over who's better Han Solo and Lando. You know what I mean? <laughs> you might, but yeah, you know. not often. For no. as many fans as there are, I don't. I see far less conflict with Star Wars fans than any other fandom I deal with. Right? You want to fight? Because I like Han Solo better than Lando. <laughs> How do you kidding. feel about Star Wars being the hipster thing now? Everything's you know a what? Hipster Everything, thing, man. anything that's popular is a hipster thing. I mean, I can as te- long as the movies stay true to its how they're doing it. I don't care. Isn't it weird that you can tell some people are wearing the shirts just because they're wearing the shirts because it's on sale at Target? Uh huh. Com- to the people that you know that are pretty much hey, I bought those shirts on sale at Target. But you know, me? but you know what? If they want, if they want to give money to something I love that can use that money to make something more, I'm All okay for it. with it. Yeah, and it was it was a great film. I agree. I think I enjoyed it a lot. I was very happy with it. Yeah, that's. I think that's the main takeaway we all have is that we're all very happy with the film. I enjoyed the new cast a lot. Was I, there I enjoyed, any? Sorry, go ahead. I enjoyed basically everything about it. You know, there was really there was a couple gripes, like we sure, said, but of nothing. That's every movie. There's no perfect movie. Well, it's, maybe it's maybe been a while. Porn, but other than that, I think maybe Empire is maybe a perfect porn, movie. <laughs> I always will think Empire is like the perfect film. Yes. I mean, even you, Jimmy. If I mean, everyone's still around did today, you, did you ever yeah. leave any of the three viewings you went to and said, "Eh, I don't like it"? No, no, no not there at all. you go. Yeah, it's just it did its job. It's just me being critical and just dissecting the film. I mean, I guess to me, just, it, did, it it did its job. It, it, my, it bridged the gap. If and, there's any disappointment I have, is I have only seen it once. Same. Here. I've been trying to I'm see surprised. it more than once. I am very surprised. Um, I I've been trying to go Absolutely. with uh, my father. And yeah. he just hasn't had the time because yeah. it's winter and he's been very busy with, you know, his work and stuff. And um, my girlfriend's father wants to see the film and we were planning on going to see it a couple weeks ago and it was below zero. So we didn't go. Yeah. And, you I know, maybe we'll we'll get together and go. I, I'd like to see the movie at least one more time in the theaters. Yeah. So. I would have pegged you to go to AMC for like the first four weeks where they had those collectible posters that came out for each other. Really? Yeah. So I didn't bitch. know about that either. <laughs> yeah. I like Jimmy's photo him? he just put up. I... Didn't because I, I I take it back. I bought them on eBay. Okay, <laughs> I so you have them. I bought them, yes, because I didn't realize them either. I, okay. I did know that they were given they're, they're giving up promotional posters. Obviously, to, 
to, to attract people to go see them at their theaters. I didn't realize how cool they were. They were the the, the art on them are fantastic. And wow! I would recommend if you want to pull them up, you can see for yourself what they look like. They're really good. Okay. I wish they were a little bit bigger. They're probably maybe nine by thirteen. That's a good size, so that's though. Good size, but so I, size, I, so, well, those are eleven by seventeen. So a I like, eleven by seventeen. I wasn't expecting a full size movie poster, twenty seven by forty one, but maybe something. How many did they give five. away? Four of them. Four different kinds. One was a one was a Ray one, you know, showing her as a scavenger in Jakku. Uh, second one was uh, Phasma, um, just patrolling. That's uh, something we didn't even talk yeah. about. Third how one is uh, Kylo Ren versus Finn. Yeah, how Phasma was supposed to be like the cool badass character, uh-huh. and ends up in a trash compactor. <laughs> so no, no, keep and going the about fourth, the posters. And then the fourth one was um, was uh, was Paul in the X Wing. Oh, okay. So cool. they're really cool posters. But yeah, that's. Uh, you know, we talk about the next Boba Fett, which a lot of people thought Captain Phasma was going to be. be. Mm-hmm. Until she was upstaged by the other badass who called... Uh, Chewbacca? No, called... Uh, what's his oh. name? A traitor. And oh, yes. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, Phasma's F- going to be the one. F- F- but wasn't it just, or wasn't like that, that the or? essence of this movie, though? You thought Finn was going to be the hero from the ads, yes. and it's Rey. You thought you know Phasma was going to be the big new badass character, uh-huh. like Boba Fett kind of character, mm-hmm. and here it's this other guy that steps up and like yeah. is fighting with him. That's true, but that's cool though. Did you see? Yeah, it is. Did you that's see what cool. the five hundred first posted on their Facebook page? It said Captain Phasma co- cosplaying. It was a brick of aluminum that looked like it went into. Yes, like a, like no, it was a no, I didn't see that. <laughs> yes, I did see that one. I was good. No, I missed or that. It one. was like a block of stainless steel that got compacted. But there, there is a great thing just about the film. Like, the funny thing is they did uh, the Saturday Night Live skit. Yes. With uh, Adam Driver, Kylo Ren. I didn't see it yet. Oh, you haven't oh, seen garbage that? garbage compactor, huh? You got off easy. Yes. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't seen that? I have not. Oh, my God. It's, it's three minutes of your time. I watch it. While you're taking like, a shit, you can Let's watch it. Let's talk about it so he can at least be informed. No, you can talk about it. I know what it is. But it's it's, it's basically Undercover yeah. Boss with Kylo Ren. Yes. And they actually uh, recently did the outtakes for it, which was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. But, yes. um, yeah, that was just... It's, it's just, you know, a lot of people have been... Discounting or, or you know not favoring the Kylo Ren character, you know emo Kylo Ren. You got all mm-hmm. these little negative things. Yes, but I thought he played the character very well. I thought and, he did a fine and, job. And then I, I like that he made fun of the character he too, did. though. Yes, because he understands social culture nowadays right. and and how social culture works. And I thought that was very well done. Where he's the undercover boss, he's Matt, mm-hmm. the radar technician, coming out. Uh, and, and talking to one of his probably uh, commanders mm-hmm. and a stormtrooper just sitting there, and he walks in. I'm Matt. I'm a radar technician. <laughs> and then they just go through the whole scene yes. and all this different stuff. And I like uh, that he's trying to do his actual job. And the one lady's like, "Will you hurry it up? I want to get a muffin." You know, it's just <laughs> a lot of funny stuff. And then towards the end, they go into the whole thing, and he's like, "Hey, everybody, I'm Kylo Ren," and he's like. I hope you guys, you know, I, I have more respect for you and whatever. And he's like, I hope you guys knew that, you know. And he's like, I knew you were Kylo Ren since you walked in and said your name was Matt. Which I thought was great. <laughs> and that's a guy who said, like, you know, he hands him a card earlier and there's a rainbow. Yes. And he's like, sorry, sorry I killed, killed your son, <laughs> Kylo Ren. <laughs> Just, one, it was really funny. And okay. then they, they did the outtake episode actually recently. I think it was this week. And... The outtakes, you just see Driver just laughing his ass off, having a great time doing mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, you know, that's the thing. You know, they're they're in 
Star Wars. These people are now in Star Wars. But you know, and they're loving every minute of it. You just yep. hit something on the head. Like every time I heard, any time we've had a guest that talked about the original films, yeah, they all seemed like they had a great time. Yes, you saw back scene photos. They all looked like they had a good yeah. time. This film was the same way. Yes, the prequels. Now here we are, ten years out. And no, your actors starting to say, "Hey, this sucked. This was yeah. a problem. Mm-hmm. This was that." Good films, for the most part, are films where the people enjoy being there filming it. Just because like, it translates like, to the performance. Just like any work. Yeah. Just like a lot of the memes, too. Like, um, when we went into the Saturday Night Live, there was a meme recently that was Kylo Ren. He's using the Force. He's got a saber. And Ren is handing him a Snickers. And then he's Matt, the radar mm-hmm. technician. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. yeah. You know, just little goofy things. And, uh, I mean, there's been a lot of great little... Did you see social stuff that's been happening with the film too? I and think you know, that's what makes so. J.J. Abrams the right director for Star Wars and right producer for Star Wars. Yeah, you know, I watched Star Trek when he did it. I'm like, oh, it's a it's a good movie, but it doesn't feel like Star Trek so much. It feels like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like this guy make a great Star Wars producer and director. And here we are now. Yeah, you know, six years out of that or seven years out of that, and he's doing Star Wars and he did a great job at it because he knows how to play that game with social media and the fans. He's oh yeah, a fan. he knows how to do it. Like Star Trek, he came out and admitted, "I don't know Star Trek. I'm not a Star Trek fan. I never was. Star Wars, he has been, and I've seen other things he's done that has been he's done very well. And you know, like when stuff started to leak off the set, he started leaking stuff himself, like the the chest or the t- the chest table or whatever from the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, he leaked a note. There was a note on it. He leaked a photo himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows how to play that game, and he enjoys having fun with the fans and doing it. Yeah, he and said that uh, it he translates. was pretty mad that he, after he saw the script for the next film, that he wasn't directing the next film. So, you know, he's still, he enjoyed he, it. He's still executive producer, though, isn't he? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, he's part of the team now, and he enjoyed it. And that's the main thing, enjoyment. You know, I think... But it, main, tra- it translates the main, into the movie when you watch it. The main takeaway I hope all of us had is that everyone enjoyed making this film. And, we all and I enjoyed watching, watching it. it. Yeah. So... But uh, that's episode 16, and uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. And I uh, hope you enjoyed it as much the movie it's as much as It's great being back. Yeah, it's good being back for 2016. And boy, there's a lot of Star Wars stuff coming up over the next couple of years, so we can actually have a show. Yes. All the time. <laughs> so, like our audio, maybe we can do another one. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're doing another one anyway. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Bye.